0: Three, two, one. Cinema Speak back on the air, bringing you more fun and joy, coming out of our sweet mouths. Yay. That sounds horrible, right?
1: <laughs> kind of joy.
0: Uh, yes. Uh, I'm Nick. I'm s- that's still Victor. Hello. And we've got another double feature for you. What
1: feature? are we
0: talking about?
1: Uh, well, we're talking about the new Netflix release, The Old Guard and 1975's The Flying Guillotine.
0: Nice. Yeah. Nice, nice.
1: You want to... Yeah, yeah what, what are we going to start with? I don't know. Is there anything else we want to talk about before we get in? Like, any news or any new things uh, going on?
0: I don't know. Uh, not movie news. I think E3 and Comic-Con have passed. They didn't even happen. They didn't. Well, Comic-Con at home happened. I wasn't mm-hmm. keeping up with that anyways. Uh, yeah, I got nothing.
1: Live stream or something, or
0: something like that, I guess. Oh, okay. I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure. I'm I just heard it in passing.
1: There was I'm a, just uh, filling
0: in here. Let's just let's get into this one of these films here.
1: Wait, what about um the Microsoft had their th- showcase? I know. It's okay, good. yeah. The
0: uh, the Halo Infinite uh, stuff looked really cool. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. New Halo game. Hell yeah!
1: Sit I was a little bit. underwhelmed. I don't know why, but. I'm so excited.
0: Bleh. It's it's new Halo. It's not Guardians. I'm happy.
1: (laughs) I'll be there for it nonetheless. I will will midnight launch that game.
0: Let's do that. And some other games I don't know much of or care about. I never played Fable in my life. Oh, bummer. Eh. I wasn't much of a fantasy guy in my gaming interests.
1: Okay, fair enough. Oh, yeah. I mean there were some pretty cool games they showed, but I mean uh-huh. whatever.
0: Well
1: I think it oh what I'm excited for Stalker
0: Two. I, I thought there was already a Stalker Two. Uh
1: no. Oh. Like well,
0: Cryppiate like... or something? Or yeah, the... there was a
1: couple like spin offs. Or, or I don't know if you'd call them offs, Well, yeah, there were sequels, but I think this is like a direct sequel or something. I don't really know.
0: Oh keep dokie. But Oh, we got a Street Fighter Two situation. That's That's fun. I like that, yeah. Street Fighter 2. Super Street Fighter 2. Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo HD. Ultra Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo HD. It goes on and on. I don't know how
1: you could follow that. It's just like... (laughs) But I would recommend getting Stalker. I mean, if your computer... Like, it's a pretty low-res game. Like, you can play Mm -hmm. it on, really, anything.
0: Yeah, perhaps.
1: So if you guys are listening out there and you have a PC, you should buy Stalker.
0: Mm-hmm. I was let's contemplating see. getting Doom the other day, the new the one? first Doom, the original Doom, because it's a, oh. still a monster of a game. Right.
1: Okay. Well, um, let's, let's do see. movies now. Yes, we're gonna talk about right. Old Guard or what? What What are you feeling? What are you feeling? I don't know. I just finished the Guillotine not too long ago.
0: Uh yeah, Either I finished. It.
1: Let's just okay. talk. Let's, let's talk coin.
0: Guillotine flip first. A flip a coin. Flip a coin. I don't have coins. Do I, I, don't I don't have coins? G- either. I got one. I got one. I gotta
1: Alright, don't don't rig it. Ring it? Rig rig it. Don't rig it.
0: Rig no no, what am I gonna do? Put gum on my thumb? <laughs> <laughs> the head's old guard. Alright. It fell on the floor.
1: Oh damn it. Let's, let's
0: try it again. Dink. That's a tails so guillotine tails is the guillotine
1: actually before we start is my mic can you understand me is it working well i can hear you okay just making can sure. you hear me yeah you're sounding great
0: wonderful that's so, what i want
1: heck yeah so uh guillotine
0: yes the flying guillotine break it down here oh. flying guillotine in king dynasty china a corrupt emperor rules with oppressive strength over the inhabitants to further extend his rule he has a team of assassins recruited with the intent of specializing in a deadly new weapon dubbed the Flying Guillotine. But good? when one of the men, Ma Tang, realizes the error of his allegiance and goes on the run, the clan set their sights on him and try to kill him.
1: That's Do you basic. write out your synopsis? I wrote. I did
0: it for this one.
1: That sounded good. Thanks. That was really solid, actually.
0: Thank you, man.
1: I'm going to give did- your synopsis a, a 9 out of 10
0: fucking A. I love it.
1: <laughs> uh, so I good. don't think I've seen many Shaw Brothers films. I think the only one I've seen is um, Shaolin versus Evil Dead 2.
0: That sounds
1: awesome. I want to watch that. <laughs> oh, and maybe Robot Vampire. I don't know if that's a Shaw Brothers film, though. I want to see that one, too. Or Robo <laughs> Vampire. Yeah, Robo it-
0: Vampire. Uh, the only Shaw Brothers movie I've seen uh, was The Oily Maniac, and I watched that with oh, Ryan. Man. That, that was really rapey, but it was so funny, man.
1: <laughs> yeah. poster.
0: Yes, it's really rapey but a lot of fun. That's that's basically what we said after we watched that movie. There was there was more than there was more rape scenes than there needed to be, as in zero. But the rest of it was just crazy. The plot was all over the place. The special effects were laughable. And I was just and the it's just funny. It it didn't mean to be funny, but it
1: was funny. I like the oh, poster. I like the uh the oily creature.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's good. But uh <laughs> Otherwise yeah. not too good. Otherwise, pretty sleazy, pretty exploitative.
1: Huh, okay. So what, mm-hmm. what made you want to watch this film? Did you did you know well, about it? For a while or...
0: No, I just well I've I think I've heard about a flying guillotine movie? There's multiple flying guillotine movies.
1: Really?
0: Yeah. There's one called Masters of the Flying Guillotine. I think that's the more famous one. One. Mm-hmm. And then there's... This movie has a sequel, Flying Guillotine 2. I don't know much about that one. Because I just heard about this flying guillotine recently. But yeah. Otherwise, I was on a martial arts kick for a while now. My buddy has been introducing me to all these great Jackie Chan and Bruce Lee movies. And subsequently, I've been looking for other fight-based action films.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah, the 70s is when most of that kicked off. You got, again, got guys like Bruce Lee making their splash in international markets and Jackie Chan just starting out and so forth. Mm. And so, yeah, uh, didn't mean for this to be an action episode, but
1: <laughs> just happened, yeah. that
0: it just happened. So yeah, we got vintage action and new age action.
1: You know, Jackie Chan is. uh, I've never seen any of his films, and I was kind of curious on getting that box set that Criterion just released. But yeah, there's martial arts films in general. It's one of my blind spots for sure.
0: Yeah, you're still you're still kind of up and coming with martial arts movies. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, I don't know. This film in particular, I wasn't. I don't know. I, I was sort of disinterested with it. For most the runtime, but there are some pretty neat moments in here, especially when the guillotine is used.
0: Yeah, I'll say that when the movie called the there's movies that advertise a certain thing about them. I think you know the ones I'm talking about. In general, it's either it's in the title or right off the bat when they start the movie. That's what it's going to be. They don't mess around when they call it the flying guillotine. There's tons of flying guillotines going around. Can we, get and, pull- yeah. can we get a poll of how many times I say flying guillotine in this episode?
1: Let's start. Let's do it. How many okay. are we on? Um, so you said the title. Yeah. You just said it again. You yeah. know, let's, let's restart. Let's just count. <laughs> Let's just count.
0: Let's start the whole episode <laughs> over again. I'm going <laughs> to
1: say two so far.
0: Fine. Uh, someone in the comment could tell me. But uh, yeah, lots of flying guillotines going around.
1: Yeah, and the way they are sh- the those sh- uh, moments are shot are really cool too because a lot of them are in slow motion, you know.
0: Yes, they um, do a good job making this a believable fighting weapon.
1: Which, the f- yeah, the
0: fact they dedicate some of the first act to showing the audience and the characters how to use this thing it properly in combat that that's that's, that's gotta be commendable. Really sell you on how applicable this thing could be.
1: And especially, too, when, like, you think about it logically, it's like this would be such an easy weapon to, like, dodge or just, like... Yeah. But they kind of, like, explain, like, oh, it's lightning quick. It's, you know, faster than the speed of sound. And so they do a pretty good job with if, uh, making you believe that this is sort of way better than it really could be. Much, yeah. Much or unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
0: it's somewhere between... Somewhere between the glaive and a lightsaber. Yes. The way th- the way this movie puts it out.
1: What I find curious, it's like, so this weapon's created. Uh, well, it wasn't created for the assassination that the main character, not the main character, but one of the leads, is is t- is told to do. But
0: yeah, I. Th- so yeah, the emperor. Pardon me, I blanked for a sec. Uh, the emperor wants to kill. He's corrupt. He wants to kill those who want good in the land, essentially. Mm-hmm. So he wants. So one guy says, Hey, I got this design for a new weapon. It's going to. It'll do. It'll make sure work of those guys, essentially.
1: I feel like they have come up with something. He use something much more f- efficient, less like clumsy. Maybe. It was the I 70s. Mean, it's, a, it's very uh, graceful weapon, but like, couldn't even have done like a poison dart or something? or? Uh...
0: Probably. But is this. It's. But, like it's it's a it's the seventies. It's a it's a Shaolin Chinese made action film from the seventies.
1: Plus, uh, poison dart would not it be as cool as a as a flying guillotine.
0: No, it's got a, it's got a chain. It's the, it's covered in blades. There's a hood that comes down and it cuts off your head.
1: Man, I wonder th- if um, who's that character in Mortal Kombat? Um, Kung Lao. Is he, well, the one? with... Oh, Raiden. Or no, not Oh, Rae. okay. Who has the thought... blade hat? Kung Lao. Hat. Kung Lao has it. Okay. I wonder if they got inspiration from this. I would I put money on that. They or, or if that is just like a I don't know. I don't know if any other martial arts films or Asian cinema had, well, had this weapon.
0: Mortal Kombat did pull inspiration from a lot of martial arts movies and oh, yeah. or martial arts related films such as Big Trouble in Little China, the one one of the uh, I think the God Lightning Thund- one of the th- one of the three storms was the inspiration for Raiden because he harnesses lightning and he's oh. a god. So yeah, I wouldn't put that past NeverRealm Midway, whoever's in charge of it now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. But...
0: So the gimmick works so much that I wouldn't even call it a gimmick. It, it's a flying guillotine. It's no, it, awesome. Definitely
1: really use as much as possible. Yes. I, I appreciate that a lot.
0: Right. So the rest of the film. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I could dig it. I could dig it. I mean, yeah. Uh, it has a slow start, but once they start training with the guillotines, I think it picks up from
1: there. Right. And there's enough, like, deception and betrayal woven throughout the story and the characters that, uh-huh. you know, it, it doesn't... Uh, it definitely makes things more interesting, but I think my main problem is how repetitive and sort of nowhere it goes. It's very just, like once uh what's that guy's name betrays the emperor
0: ma yeah
1: once he leaves it's a lot of just cat and mouse and not even really cat and mouse mostly just like trailing this guy and showing mm-hmm. up fighting leaving just repeat
0: part um, of what that is i think is the lack of or not the lack of it's. It's the amount of time jumping going on. Freaking a the main character. Spoiler alert. He has a kid by the end of the movie.
1: That's true. I didn't even really. <laughs> this film
0: think covers, that. from what the dialogue tells me, it covers two years of story or something. What? One or two years of story, time.
1: I didn't even know that. I mean, I, I, I guess it's implied with a kid. But
0: yeah, he's walking. He talks. He, he's a he's a little butterball. <laughs>
1: To be honest, they didn't really do a good job of of making that apparent. Besides him having a kid, in my opinion, maybe I just not, didn't notice not it. Quite.
0: But there isn't much transitions between scenes. It's just cut, bam! It's the next situation.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what that
0: that is interesting though.
1: And I think that's why it kind of just felt like it was taking its sweet ass time getting to the end because it just felt like it was just one scene yeah. for the other, not really any sort of obvious. Uh, time change, I don't know. I mean,
0: mm-hmm. but hey, throwing a flying guillotine every <laughs> 20 minutes or so, I got no, you get no much quarreling there.
1: Yeah, it's like, it, sure, the plot, in my opinion, wasn't very remarkable or anything, but
0: no, not quite. I, I don't really
1: think you're going into this film. I mean, I don't know, that could be just be. Yeah. Yeah, ignorant look, but I don't think you're really going to a lot of these films thinking like, oh, the story's going to be
0: top notch. It's called the flying guillotine. Right. That's what you want to see. And you do see it. Part of me, though, was concerned for a bit because they were doing a lot of flying guillotine in a moment. It made me wonder if they're going to do any traditional fight scenes. And they do. They do. And they look pretty good, even if I think they look a little rigid and a little two-stage. I guess just because I watched Jackie Chan first, and I was spoiled from the get go, and and then I moved on to Bruce Lee and others like him, and the more modern martial arts movies. This is this was different. This is a really this is a rougher looking cinematic martial arts film. Really? Okay,
1: because yeah, like well, I said, I not, seen
0: not a ter- not, not a terrible amount. I wouldn't say a terrible amount, but you could. T- I I got the feeling they were kind of going one two three punch four nine sort of thing
1: okay i can definitely see
0: it that. looks like it's coming in steps instead of a f- more fluid and intense motion
1: okay yeah that's why i'd like to see like one of the more renowned films just because yeah. i would like to see a really well choreographed classic martial arts film and sure. i didn't really mind those fight scenes here there was a few that were yeah. on like uh was it what was his name the one who escapes ma tang When he's fighting one of the guys who's chasing him and um that lady is like distracting the crowd with a song and they're just like fighting in the background, kind of going with the beat of the song in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of fun.
0: No, yeah, I don't hate the fight scenes. They're really good. I I just feel a little spoiled watching a lot of the more renowned martial artists and more modern action movies to watch the to watch it pulled off like this. Because they didn't have as much back then. Right, right, right. And the and the the ones that would go on to do great things weren't there yet, or they just were not set. It wasn't their movie, so you got it. It's a different type of, it's a different style. Every martial arts has got a different style. Every every martial arts film is like martial arts itself. It's its own brand. It's something you gotta keep a fresh mind in.
1: Right, right, right. Yeah,
0: yeah. but there well, are some I'm, cool. F- oh God, I'm cutting in.
1: Oh, you're good, dude. <laughs> go
0: on, go on, go on, go on. Oh,
1: I was just gonna say, uh, it was. It's not really a much a big thing to note about. But just that first time you I think you get to see the uh guillotine in action on a live a live object. So when they use it on the dog. Yeah. I was <laughs> surprised. It's an unremarkable note, but I just I saw that and was like, okay, well that's unexpected.
0: I don't I don't think it was quite that unremarkable. I mean saving animals I don't think it's that was that big of a trope back then. It probably was, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. But yeah, to kill a dog in in the first parts of the movie. Yeah, that, I was like, alright. <laughs> it's okay. It's hard, it's sold. These guys are threatening.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Um, gee, what else is there? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, the, I, I like the fights. Anytime Tang gets his hands on a guillotine and uses it against his clan brothers,
1: mm-hmm.
0: there's a couple times where the Games just explode when they hit each other, it's just, oh yeah, there's awesome. a,
1: one I think, towards the end where they both launch the guillotine, yeah,
0: no, and... it's cool when they start using them on each other that's that's pretty cool in its own, right,
1: yeah, I think my favorite moment where that happens is actually, I think the final fight scene on the cliffs, yeah, uh, just because like I don't think I've seen a action scene that's structured like that unless like mm-hmm. it's like a, a sniper fight or something where you're just kind of like launching the objects ducking oh covering. yeah it's kind it's... of a very slow paced uh, fighting mm-hmm. style but i think it yeah. leads to some pretty cool moments yeah
0: sniper sniper battle now, now i'm just thinking of sniper battles <laughs>
1: top 10 now, sniper battles
0: well probably i was watching well i was watching 1917 again the other day mm-hmm. and there was the part where the guy is being shot at from a from a tower Oh yeah, before he gets knocked out. But yeah, that—that's a good still, rifle battle there. Do
1: you still like that movie?
0: I still love that movie. Okay. It's, yeah, but that's that's another day. That's another.
1: No, no, let's talk about it.
0: Oh, 1917. It's <laughs> one of the best war movies ever made. Um, oh, you think so? I think so. Yeah. After a couple of watches, I'm convinced.
1: Oh okay. Damn.
0: Yeah, right. or, or at the very least, one of the most grounded war movie experiences because you're with those soldiers. Every step of the way, quite literally, mm-hmm. yeah deacon's cinematography the his stamp on the one simulated one take approach incredible uh near seamless editing a lot of the times, likeable characters, action when it's called for it's epic, it's big, Thomas Newman's score, it's propulsive it keeps the it keeps everything moving forward, seemingly it's great, and old school die for your brothers noble sacrifice type deal. What's your rating? That's a perfect five for that one.
1: Alright, so should we move on to Old Guard?
0: <laughs> 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 Go back to the flying guillotine. Oh, yeah. Um, The action's really good for its time. Shot very well. Liberal use of a zoom lens. My God. Oh, yeah.
1: And wide angle, too. Like, distorted wide angle.
0: Yeah. Uh, We know... Ryan, I noticed that with the Oily Maniac too. A lot of zooms, and everything. But that movie had shitty camera composition and so forth. This, though, this was really good.
1: Yeah, I wasn't too impressed with the camera work. There were some moments that were. Those decent, Hon- I don't those, know.
0: Those Hong Kong zooms, though.
1: Yeah, I wonder what lens we were using because it goes from like ultra wide to uh, telephoto. I was like, dude, I didn't get my hands on that.
0: Zoosh! Just wham. And yeah, editing's really cool, especially the parts with the flying guillotine. As I said before, they really, editing really makes that weapon come together.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, it, it's very procedural. So he like, throws it flying through the air, lands on the guy, hood drops, pull a chain, pop cuffs, goes the head, catches the guillotine. It's a process and it works.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's the most efficient, but it works. It does its job. I like how many decapitations there are. I wasn't expecting Oh, that. yeah.
0: There must have been at least a dozen of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dogs, guys, girls, dummies, everything.
1: So, did you say you've seen numerous martial arts films from the 70s?
0: Well, uh, not from the 70s, just in general. Uh, Enter the Dragon is a must, I will tell you that right away. By the way, uh John Saxon who was in Enter the Dragon d- passed away today, the day of this recording. So rest in peace, oh. Mr. Saxon.
1: Was, uh, he a, was he in a lot of other films or
0: Oh yeah, he was in he he was primarily he was a lot, he was largely a horror actor too. He was in Nightmare on Elm Street, from Dust Till Dawn, uh, so on, so on. He was in He was a character actor. He got around television and film.
1: Oh, okay. He looks familiar.
0: Yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street, he plays the sheriff in that movie. And it comes back in the third film.
1: That is a blind spot of mine, but Oh, we should we should get to that for Halloween. <laughs> oh yeah. No, trust me. We're we should do a Halloween episode um for all October.
0: Absolutely. I was
1: thinking like so that way we can get more films, and we should just do like one film a week. What do you think yeah, about man.
0: that? Yes, yes. Absolutely. You heard it here first, folks.
1: Bazinga. Yep. Um, yeah, so, yeah
0: I don't know Edi- editing cool great everything else yeah kind of so so um, characters fine ish they get the job done the emperor's evil the wife is likable the other the other assassins don't have much to them really I liked Matang. he was easily the most complex character because he realized the error of his ways and he swore off his allegiance to the emperor and just ran away from it all
1: Yeah, I kind of wish there was a resolution with the emperor. Like, you don't really see Mm. what happens to him; it's Mm kind of just up in the air.
0: That is, yeah. And for how prominent he was in the movie, he should have got a guillotine. He should have got a guillotine. Exactly.
1: They kind of just like leave him to the wayside, and it's just like, well, huh? Yeah.
0: Maybe. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Maybe it's in the sequel. Oh, Flying Guillotine Two. Because I did see it on Netflix. It's there. Yeah. yeah, yeah you know, uh, yeah characters and story pretty basic. Uh, oh my goodness, it's pretty it's pretty basic. Uh, create this weapon, train these guys. One guy's like, no no, and just like I'm out of here, and they're like, he can't get out of here, get him.
1: That's essentially it, pretty much it. I don't know. Um, yeah, I'd, I would I'd I would 100%.
0: say. Awesome weapon aside, pretty basic martial arts action movie,
1: yeah, not a, not a waste of time, really, I think there's some fun yeah. to be had,
0: sure, yeah, and for a guy like you, probably a good starter,
1: yeah, um probably, maybe mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it's like any other it's like most other seventies exploitation, there's gonna be lulls and excitements
1: at varying, yeah, the sets were nice,
0: oh but yeah, that, which is I like
1: probably it. something you could usually expect.
0: Uh huh. I liked. I, uh, I I admire these Shaolin uh, martial arts movies. I I haven't seen too many of them, but just what I've seen, like brief snippets of, they look pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jackie Chan's early films were Shaolin based, uh, like Drunken Master and so forth. Oh, okay. Before he got into modern day settings, so that's neat.
1: Like Daddy Daycare too.
0: Please, that's not even. No, no. No.
1: Jackie Chan's best, bro. That's not even Chan. <laughs> so good, he's not even in it. Yeah. Jackie um, Chan
0: as John Cena. Ch- Dude. Take that.
1: Well, I don't know. I I don't really have too many notes. I think I've already kind of said what I need to say. Yeah. Fortunately, pretty <laughs> much. Yeah. yeah.
0: It. No, no, no. It's a. It's a basic film. Pulls you in with one enticing detail, and it makes the most of that.
1: Yeah. It's a little long. I don't know. Do you think it was a little long?
0: It did drag a couple times. Like I said, the early parts went before they started training the assassins and other points. Yeah. Yeah, it did. I had to do this in a couple different sessions because it couldn't quite hold me enough. <laughs> but I did it, though. It's It's not... I t- it's not terrible.
1: Right. Yeah, well, shoot. Do you ready?
0: Yeah, let's cap it off. Oh, that's a three and a half for me. Okay. Good. Uh, it's a good starter martial arts movie for anyone new to the genre. It's got decent fight scenes, and it makes the most out of what the title promises, and that's a lot of beheadings by an outlandish weapon. Everything else, though, is fairly simple, straightforward, doesn't challenge your head in any way. It's good fun.
1: Okay. Um, I'm going to go with two and a half. <clears throat> Sorry.
0: <laughs> Spit on my beer. is such a topic. I don't care.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just mostly uninterested. Um, even when the fighting was going on, it was just kind of like... Mm. Uh, but I think the most important part is, yes, it does make use of the uh, the flying guillotine, which is if it didn't i think that would be a huge shame but hey it um succeeded on that front yes Um, and yeah i mean there's some cool uh story beats that are some keep things kind of uh interesting but overall it it wasn't really my thing but i do appreciate what was going on so yeah not bad
0: Uh uh-huh yes yes uh if you get yourself in a going on a marathon of these, this would fit right comfortably, I think, in the middle. Cause you could start off with something really good like Enter the Dragon, and then towards the middle, or maybe towards the end, when it's kind of dying down, I could see it being in that slot there. Really? Probably. I mean I think it's worth it on the flying guillotine alone. It it makes it on that on that strength.
1: Alright, all right, I'll agree with you.
0: Alright, 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 alright. Do right. you know
1: how many times you said flying guillotine?
0: How many did I say it? Hold on. <laughs> he doesn't even know.
1: Buddy, I'm supposed
0: to have my back on
1: this. You, had, you said it ten times.
0: Ten t- All fingers of the
1: hands. That's, that's a solid ten. Let's go. (laughs) All right. Well, cool, man. Great.
0: Flying Guillotine. Go watch it. On Netflix
1: and Amazon. Do it. So, uh, Old Guard.
0: Now we're moving on to the Old Guard. The most recent release from Netflix as of current. Probably won't be by the time this happens. (laughs) Or by the time this gets released. All right. Old Guard. The old guard revolves around a team of warriors who have wandered this earth for centuries thanks to their gift of immortality. They live in near secret until a pharmaceutical company catches wind of their presence and seeks to have them captured and experimented on. Elsewhere, a new immortal is discovered after she is killed in action during her tour in Afghanistan. The immortals must band together and bring down this company while safeguarding their shadowy whereabouts. Yep.
1: Yeah, solid. Another, another solid synopsis by you.
0: This one, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was jumping ahead of myself. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a writer, man. This is what I do.
1: It, it really helps that you write these out. Good job.
0: Yeah, especially after the last failed attempts.
1: <laughs> we won't talk <laughs> about those. We don't speak of them. All right, well, yeah. We'll
0: so, yeah, Um. Netflix release. Getting a lot of those. Soaking up quite a bit of those
1: lately. Yeah, it's about time we finally cover a new Netflix film because there. Are well,
0: we did the Five Bloods. That's true. Yeah, Fair and enough. uh.
1: That was also a ago. <laughs> 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 uh,
0: yeah. Wh- let's uh, let's. I'll start off with this question, Victor. What do you think of streaming movies in general? Movies exclusively released for streaming platforms never see a theatrical release.
1: I mean i'm mostly fine with it it's like uh grant like obviously it's not as fun as going out to the theater and and making an experience out of it um and and plus too like it's just much easier to get distracted and this and that like the obvious things um but i i'm it's cool that we're getting a lot of new streaming films and you know ones with big name actors big budgets whatnot it, it's cool to be able to have that option um. So yeah, I'm not really like against it or anything.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree, but I, I'm a, I'm a very conventional person, so I prefer a theater film. Again, you don't have those distractions in a the theater. Um, when you go, when you go to a movie theater, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a quality. You know, it's gonna be a, at least a quality production. The like, story and acting that all could vary, but just like this is a Hollywood or this is a major motion picture, it's going to reflect that on a giant silver screen. Yeah. But I will add that streaming services, it's very easy for filmmakers to dump crap on them because it's Mm -hmm. so easy to -hmm. put them on there. And in my experience, Netflix and other platforms, they've had a lot more hits or misses than hits. Very rarely do you get something like The Irishman with the Siege of Jadaville, or even the recent release Extraction with Chris Hemsworth. That was a that was a quality action movie right there.
1: Yeah, I still didn't see that one. I, know you I recommend
0: it uh, yeah. as Chris Hemsworth's John Wick. Not too bad.
1: Oh, well, that that sounds good.
0: Yeah, very hard hitting, very hard hitting stuff in that. And now we got this one with Charlize Theron, her herself, no stranger to action.
1: Yeah, um, I don't, I don't know. What did you, what did you think of it?
0: I almost, I was almost gonna get bored watching this, but then it got a little, it got better as it went along. I think I was kind of surprised.
1: Yeah, uh, I this is another mixed bag for me.
0: Oh, uh, okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like the concept. I like this idea of like these, um, it is neat. These very old uh or immortal
0: you know warriors like super yeah.
1: agents warriors from who knows when they were born i mean they yeah. describe like being part of the crusades and the civil yeah. war and even pat like even older than that and i, I think that's actually a pretty sweet idea
0: it is and i think they make the most of it in the story or at the very least with the character drama because they do go into they don't. They're not so tongue in cheek with it. Normally, it'd be very humor based with this kind of thing. It's like, hey, hey we're immortal. It's but dead cool, humor. Probably. I mean that that can work, but it, we don't need that. We got enough of that right now. This one, this film, they actually get into the they get into the the seriousness of it. The 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 uh, the, to- the borderline torment of having the power to live forever.
1: Yeah. Did you think it took itself too seriously? Or do you think it was the right amount?
0: Maybe it could have had more levity. But I was... I, I did like... It prioritized character development. Very rarely in action movies these days you will get decent character development. This one went for it and I think it worked out pretty good. I.
1: Yeah, I, that's one thing I kind of appreciated was how you kind of see them like dealing with their you know, like you said, the torment of living forever, or just like the exhaust, the exhausting amount of pain that comes with it. I mean, you know, a lot of them, they just you, you know, you die and then you come back to life, and I'm sure how like, just uh, traumatizing that could be. And so I do like how they kind of uh, go into that a bit, but yeah. I, I think it took itself a, a little too seriously with its brooding, like, oh, uh, I'm sick of this. Uh, I want to die forever. Yeah.
0: I will say, I felt like in the early parts of the movie, it was trying a little too hard to be edgy because uh, details like, oh, the characters, like I said, they're brooding. They're very brooding individuals. They're dressing in all black, wearing the hair down, and they got, they got hip-hop music playing. It's like, oh, we're so cool. We're so fucking cool, dude. it wants to be the next blade or matrix but it doesn't get wrapped up in that for too long i think but yeah that being said uh it could be it could be a bumpy road getting over those edgy bits
1: right and that's not like too distracting where it's it was too much of a problem for me but it it's just like when I'm already not having the greatest time and then it's just like taking itself serious, like too seriously for a concept that's pretty not, I don't know. It's a pretty silly concept. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It just kind of makes me even more distance from it. I'm like, dude, I'm already uh-huh. lost interest. I don't need to hear you guys go on about immortality and, uh, you know. Yeah. Philosophy.
0: Perhaps. Jumbo, it's a nice but idea, different. but. We yeah. still need that levity. You still need, you still need to bring it back, keep everything balanced.
1: Yeah, and I mean, they do. I mean, especially with like the Nikki and Mikey characters.
0: Oh, Niccolo and Joe, I think. Yeah. Right. Oh, man. Yeah, that actually, that was one of my favorite parts, actually. So, again, spoilers. So, there's a part where two of them get captured, Nicolo and Joe. And they're locked in this armored van with guys in full body gear and rifles, and <laughs> it's established they're gay and they, they love each other because of all the times they've been through. No one else can share those experiences with another. And they use that to kind of creep them out, and then or just kind of make them jump back a bit. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, wow. God. the The soldier thinks he's hot shit, and he's trying to intimidate them, but no uh i think who was it i think it was Nicolo. Nicolo throws it back at him and just really embraces his gayness and just makes out with him on the spot right cut to the next scene they open the doors and they're covered in blood all the guys are dead so like, that was good that was a successfully funny moment
1: i agree yeah that was one of the more unexpected moments but
0: yeah
1: yeah, i loved it yeah uh, yeah overall are, oh, they're okay like i mean who, I think- who, who? The characters themselves. Yeah,
0: because because they devoted a lot of time to character development, they they work out better than you would expect. In Charlize Theron, 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 Theron. One she's of the Theron.
1: three ways to say it.
0: <laughs> yeah, Charlie's Theron. Uh, she's great. She's reliably excellent in most every picture she gets. She's in.
1: Yeah, I thought she was fine. I think it was mostly just the writing that made me kind of cringe at times, but perhaps so. She was definitely the most developed, obviously. She's the lead doy, but Yeah. But like, then you got, were, yeah. Yeah.
0: But then you got Kiki Lane. She plays Nile, the one killed in Afghanistan. She was also really good. I liked how they so there was the bit after she comes back to life for the first time. She's just walking around her base and all of the soldiers are giving her the stink eye. and just kind of as she walks by I like how they uh, I thought that was I thought that was really well done showing her perspective how alienating it could be
1: yeah I don't know
0: and then she comes into her own as the film progresses
1: yeah I liked her in uh, Beale Street but she seemed a little wooden here Mm. at times a little unconvincing oh okay
0: Feel straight, gotcha.
1: Yeah, and she's kind of similar in in some respect in that film, but I don't know. She performance wise, I wasn't really feeling it, but I do Maybe. think as a character, <laughs> she was fine. She had a a good arc. I mean, it's pretty typical, kind of denying the the call and whatnot, and, sure. and kind of like realizing, like, oh shit, I'm kind of a badass.
0: A hero's journey, as it were.
1: Exactly. So sure. One thing I did not
0: expect, though, freaking Dudley Dursley from Harry Potter being the bad guy.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. He's essentially uh, Martin Skrelly, which I thought was pretty funny. Who's Martin Shkreli? He was that guy who um, he was also like a really young CEO of a pharmaceutical company. He was the Mm -hmm. guy who. um, uh, What exactly did he do?
0: Was Uh, he the guy that bought the one of five copies of the Wu-Tang Clan album?
1: Yes, he was the one with the uh, Uh, the AIDS, or not the AIDS, the cancer medication, and hiked up the price. Um, with some controversy around that, but I'm pretty sure they were definitely using him as inspiration, kind of this cocky young CEO of a billion. Probably.
0: When was this movie made? What the?
1: (laughs) This year, right? I mean, why? (laughs) Pretty interesting.
0: I mean, I mean, sure. Don't have to lock it down to a. Don't have to it's not like you can't take inspiration from certain people or it's not like you can't not take inspiration from people but if that if it's that if it's that's the case it feels pretty a little a little too timely, too trendy. You know what I mean?
1: A little bit. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know who knows it, but it was definitely like, huh. Yeah, Very it's obvious. debatable.
0: It it's debatable. That's debatable. Uh and also chi- Chiwetel Ejiofor has that guy ever done a bad role? Who? Chiwetel Ejiofor. He plays Kope. Oh, oh like, yeah,
1: yeah. I was like, "Dude, what are you saying?" <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> no, 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 no. He was yeah.
0: in he's in 12 Years a Slave, Doctor Strange, the Martian.
1: Yeah, I like him.
0: Yeah, he, he's he's never bad. He's never well, yeah, the movie could be bad, but he'll never be bad. Sure, because he's, he's really good. And that's yeah. how I feel about him.
1: He he did just fine for me. That's the thing. Nothing no one really stood out to me, but I think like, you know, they yeah. all do the Ma- job.
0: Yeah. Maybe the acting's more wooden than I am giving it credit for, but I I dig it. Like everyone was doing good with their parts. And it certainly helps that they prioritize character development, that they took some time to flesh out these people.
1: Yeah. Agreed.
0: So that's commendable. And also the action scenes—we got action scenes in this one too. Oh, I'm mi- I'm mixed on these ones though.
1: Yeah, same here. To be honest,
0: I mean the choreography is cool and the it's captured really well. Good cinematography and editing. But what almost ruins it are the needle drop song choices.
1: Uh, dude, there are so many.
0: Most of them, most of the action scenes have a song set to them, and I don't think that was necessary. It didn't fit that the style they were going for.
1: No, it was too just like radio pop EDM crap. Which I mean, yeah, taste music tastes separate, like whatever. It just. It just felt like just of course, like it's like the easiest choice. Like of course, you go for like what's what the kids are listening to, you know. Uh-huh. Listening to that I don't know. It did kind of make and, me go you know, eye roll.
0: Uh huh. And also because it was a more serious tone than normal, these felt a little too upbeat, sort of thing. Even when they were Hold up and hiccuping, even when they were playing up comedy a little more, it still felt out of place because we have that one scene in the desert. Mm-hmm. Shirley's character, Andy, she picks up Kiki's character, Niall, from Afghanistan. They stop in the desert because she bails out of the Humvee, and they're fighting and whatnot, and you have, just have that song going. It's supposed to be a funny moment, but everything you saw up until that point, kind of serious. So, not as smooth of a tonal transition, if you catch my drift.
1: I get you. Yeah, and the problem, too, is a lot of the songs that they're pretty damn obvious, like, Oh, mm. I, will, I will go down fighting. Blah blah this. That. Oh yeah, really that's on the, the nose. It really, guys.
0: <laughs> Normally, that's not a problem. Yeah. Well, okay, okay. Sometimes it's a problem, but
1: it can usually be. But
0: yeah, I, I mean, there's, there are those times when it feels right because. But I think that's more of they built up their character and story better.
1: It just kind of felt like they're doing what's popular.
0: Yeah. Because if you look at something like The Matrix, that movie had a ton of needle drops, but that had the advent benefit of an awesome storyline, cool characters, and a solid style.
1: Yeah, because I kind of felt like it was doing the John Wick copycat thing mm-hmm. in a way. Uh, and sometimes it works. There were some, there were some decent fight scenes. Yeah, um, a lot of them were pretty dark. For like a lot of them in the beginning. Dark, yeah. Borderline
0: uh, Dark, yeah. yeah
1: that's, but that's just, you
0: know what? That's weird. So okay. There's been movies lately that came out. Just off the top of my head in the last few years, say Godzilla, Terminator Dark Fate, uh fucking uh yeah. Those are the only two I could think of right now. But those films were had dark scenes. They were if some of them are even based around the darkness.
1: Or, and by dark, we're meaning uh, nighttime. okay, yeah, or, nighttime. dark rooms, etc.
0: Yes, yes, yes. So, in the theater, they look fine, I think. Makes mm-hmm. sense. You're in a dark room. It's big screen. Uh, high quality projection. Then when you get home, it's like all of a sudden they get worse. I don't know <laughs> if it's my television or when they're crunching it down to a Blu-ray it's weird
1: my problem is that i was watching this during like sunset <gasps> I had this glare on my tv and like i could have just watched it later at night but i didn't want to so maybe that was my fault but <laughs> still, though, <I laughs> that, think, like, that's also I'm, a thing yeah nighttime fight scenes are just kind of like you gotta really freaking do it right
0: yeah that's a shame i i like it i like it in older old school movies they had the movie darkness granted, but they did their night, they did night fights a lot better.
1: Yeah. um, Because
0: you could just have, you could just have one white light double for the moon, shine it on the scene. Yeah. Maybe it's sometimes obvious it's a studio light, but fuck it. You could see everything.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And then it's not like all the fight scenes in this are like that. There's some, you know, obviously Mm -hmm. daytime ones that are pretty decent. Like they're not like, Amazing, but uh, they make—I don't know—they make up for some of the boring moments, even though there's not very many of them. Uh
0: huh. The yeah, I. There is another nitpick I have. Uh, they cut after a single gunshot. God, dude, yeah. I I didn't think that'd be a problem, but yeah, it, it bothered me. <laughs> Whatever happened to holding a shot on an actor firing? Full auto just mag dumping on a target, whatever happened to
1: those days? I don't know, but I, I miss it because yeah, it, it's the editing and stuff in these scenes aren't very like tight, they're kind of a little jumbly and quick and like a little too quick, You know yeah like, after it... a gunshot or just like mm-hmm. uh, it's like yeah. it's too afraid to show the the dirt and the, the blood and gore. It's like you you have a rated R film, use it. You have, totally. like, battle axes, and granted, they do make use of some of that yeah, axe fight stuff, but...
0: Yeah, actually, that's kind of a missed opportunity a little bit, because they've been alive for centuries. They fight, they fought every war mankind has had to offer with the whole wide history of weaponry, and they just use guns a lot of the time. Two of the characters have melee weapons, but hardly ever do they get used. When they do get used, it's pretty cool, though.
1: Yeah, definitely. That's what. So
0: why didn't they do more of it?
1: I don't know. I do appreciate them using like axe and sword for a couple of those characters, even though it's like it was weird, but it was at least a decent change of pace.
0: Uh huh. You know what though? There's brief flashbacks to the past, and the snippets of action there, but it looks so fucking cool. I would. I, I would almost take. A period set action movie like that with the modern choreography and whatnot. And just exactly, you know what? You know what this
1: is? Same thing.
0: Someone tried to make a less cool Highlander movie. That's it. (laughs) This is the Highlander movie where they're not fighting to be the only one. This is the one where they all team up and kick the shit out of people.
1: Kick the shit out of Big Pharma. Take that
0: corporate.
1: Yeah, I would have rather seen, like, a period piece or something, or, like, time-traveling period piece with, like, a multi-million dollar budget. That would have been cool.
0: Well, it's just because those flashback scenes look pretty dank. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm saying that. It's dank. Because Charlize is in makeup, in, like, warrior makeup. She's flipping around and cutting heads. It's so cool. But we're back to guns and buildings. and...
1: and We're back to just... Kind of modern day snore, snoresville
0: Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Also, yeah. So this movie does drag a few times. I feel. I think if I hadn't been so hooked at the time I was watching it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I would have felt a little more disinterested. Sure. Uh, but I will say this movie pulls a Lord of the Rings at the end. It's got a million different endings.
1: Oh yeah, dude! They had to do the like, <laughs> later thing. I'm like, really? Come on, man! And only f- to I like, set up a sequel, which is just like, give me a break! You have yeah, I would have I- been fine. The first time that a movie's done that, but yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, they're like they're driving away. the The crowds coming. The police cars are rolling in. It's a crime scene. Everyone's back up now. And the movie, no, we got to reconcile the inner turmoil of the warrior group okay yeah. that's done now now can we get on with it no on to a new adventure with the current lineup of warriors ending right no the exile what it goes on and on
1: it's just so confident in its sequel bait it just annoys me i mean granted i wouldn't want it to be weak in it either but it's just like yeah who yeah. knows if anyone's gonna even like this i mean i don't know it's just like mm-hmm. it's so strong sequel baiting and it's like oh great we're For real, keep it tight, people. It definitely doesn't need to be a, a franchise or anything. It's just like, yeah, what else come can on.
0: you do? <laughs> Seriously,
1: Martin Shkreli comes back because he got a dose of the immortality <laughs> gene, and
0: bro, I don't, oh man, I don't think he's coming back after that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I admit, that was a pretty badass moment. I did that I was bad. cool. Was just yeah, I also moment. like, uh,
0: I also like the moment. Ugh. Pardon me. Oh shit! Uh, Golden <laughs> white shock top. That's the way to go, my friends. That is the way to go. You're right. Woo! So, anyways, I like the bit. <laughs> so, the four mains are captured at Big Pharma, and then you got Beale Street. She meets up with a character. She she has to prove she's immortal, so she shoots herself in the foot. Just her reaction to that. It was pretty good. It's I pretty feel. Humorous, yeah. yeah. Again, a fledgling bit of comedy in this dour, dourly tonal picture,
1: yeah, it's like well, I didn't like all the the humor in it it's like it definitely does It's better than just having a completely serious film, especially with a concept like this, like thank you for at least having had, a bit of fun with it,
0: absolutely,
1: but yeah i'd I'd have rather seen a more of a period time travel piece rather than yeah, modern day crap.
0: Yeah, not even time travel, maybe just period set. You know what? No, just make it... If you're gonna go the franchise route, each movie is its own time period.
1: Each movie? How many... No, don't give them any no, ideas.
0: No, 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 think about it. So, I mean, example, Wonder Woman. First movie's in World War I, and then this next movie, hopefully coming out, is 1984. Make each movie be set in a new time period.
1: like they have to go back or something we gotta go back to stop martin screlly from being born
0: (laughs) not no not even time travel just we have it's implied in the movie that they were they impacted world history so let's just have each movie focus on that event that impacted history
1: those fucking photoshop Pictures of they're Theron and well, like World War II that cracked me up. There was, was... was there was some really obvious, just like, all right, let's swap yes. her head in.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, cool idea, but your Photoshop budget needs to go up a few bucks.
1: I like when you first realize that, like, oh, they're they're old, old, like Civil War, and you just see they're like their faces just on Confederate soldiers. I thought that was pretty funny, yeah.
0: Or were they union soldiers?
1: Oh, they might have been. I don't know. Probably not Confederate. I don't think they would have done that.
0: <laughs> the uniforms were darker.
1: Right, right, right.
0: Mm. Yeah, we get we do some world hopping, too. We got Afghanistan, we got France, we get Sudan, oh boy. London. It's it's a globe it's a regular globe trotting adventure. Yeah. It's a Harlem globe trotter.
1: I mean, I, I I don't know, man. I kind of like this was another one where I just didn't really have much to think about at the end and didn't really it didn't really uh-huh. make me think too much, unfortunately. Sure. It kind of just kind of uh existed mm-hmm. while I was watching.
0: Yeah. You know what? This was I don't know if you have this problem, but when I'm flicking through films on on something like Netflix or Prime or Hulu, I'll just kind of hover over it, look at it for a few seconds, and if it it just there's something about it. If It just pulls me in or not. I don't know this this film. Like okay, new movie. It's got some actors I like. It's an action film, but you just kind of look at it and are immediately not into it, sort of thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I wouldn't and, have watched this if you didn't recommend it.
0: Probably not. I I don't know why. I just kind of spontaneously suggested this, but yeah. I mean, but hey. It wasn't all terrible.
1: No, like yeah, it's got some fun moments, but damn, is it long? It's long. It's it's serious. (laughs) Like there's just a little bit too much sitting around and and conversing with another, which I know you need that doy, but just personally, I was just really not feeling it. It was one of those shit forty minutes left. How am I ever gonna get through this?
0: uh-huh it could have it could have been kept a lot tighter it didn't need to be this bloated otherwise hey i could think of worse ways to spend two hours
1: i i can't think of very many right now but (laughs) (laughs) yes no definitely it's not a total waste of time it's got some aspects that are fine and for someone who i don't even think has done an action film you know
0: yeah. Good, Has good this effort. director done anything else?
1: Yeah, she's done like many films, like, you know, at least 15 or so. It looks like it. Okay. And or so. All right. These all look like dramas. Right. So, you know, for a first time action film, I mean, it's, it's a good effort.
0: <sighs> Don't you just love it?
1: <laughs> first time action director. Especially when their filmography is not even. It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> like. <laughs>
0: don't Oh man, that's that was, that's the best. <laughs> yeah, um, the filmography <laughs> doesn't make sense.
1: <laughs> it doesn't make much sense to me how they, they get gigs like this. It's it like, is, it is kind of true.
0: Well, because they want, because they want to make sure the acting side of things is in the bag, and they could just
1: leave the action to the second unit guys. I suppose, yeah, but it's just like, why wouldn't you just give it to someone who's done this type of films? I don't know.
0: Yeah. I, shit, I could think of plenty of action directors who can helm a successful action movie these days if, if treated right.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, there's a much more interesting film in here, but unfortunately, it's just kind of like, it's just, it is what it is, I guess.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. So, it's not the most immediate attention grabber, but if you do settle in, meh. Above average.
1: All right. I I think
0: that was my that was my sum up there. I jumped like I jumped the gun a bit. You got anything? Do you have anything left to say?
1: Uh, I guess not until I give my rating. I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I got nothing left.
1: Let me check. Um, nope. I think that's it.
0: Sorry. All
1: right. I don't. I don't really have much else to say.
0: You're sorry. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking let me be sorry. It's my pick. So good. Okay, sorry. let's I'm let's sorry. let's wrap this Christmas bow up. Christmas. Present. Present. Christmas. Present. Oh my god. It's coming up. <laughs> okay. So yeah, let's go to ratings. Let's go to ratings.
1: All right. You go. So
0: uh. I'll give it another three and a half. Uh, Slightly slightly above average, I'd say. Reliable actors, good action scenes, but there's a lot of nitpicks here and there. Uh, It tries a little bit to be too cool, and it could have broken up the seriousness more. Also, really bloated. If the story was kept more tight, it would have a lot more potential for... Finish the sentence, please.
1: Uh, I don't know. I
0: don't know. It would have more potential, I guess. I I guess for appeal, more immediate appeal. Otherwise, though, not terribly done. Someone else probably might like it more than me. Okay. Uh,
1: And you? Uh... I'm going to go with two and a half. Another one.
0: Another yeah. one.
1: Like, same with the last one. It had some interesting moments, and it kind of roped me in with the concept. I thought it was kind of cool, but I just wasn't really into the whole, how serious it took it, and it just was a little bit too long for my taste. Um, I don't know. just didn't really interest me that much. Mm-hmm. But I think if you like action cinema, there's some stuff to be had. It's not all bad. It just wasn't really too interesting to me.
0: God, you know, now I'm getting hung up on this whole Highlander comparison. Shit, man. They, if they... Okay, so... I've been hearing for years Chad Stahelski, director of the John Wick trilogy. He was in the talks to direct a remake of Highlander.
1: I've never seen Highlander.
0: Islanders not too bad. It's the same concept, immortals, but they're more. They fight more traditionally. They have they do sword fights and whatnot. But the and the whole point is they battle for supremacy. There could be only one. They battle to the last immortal. And it's really an awesome, kind of this Terminator esque plot where they're running around New York City and hunting each other down and so forth. They have all these rules and codes of conduct, and yeah, it's not. Per- it wasn't perfect last time I looked at it, but it had potential to be remade because there are those movies that exist, um, you know, the ones that didn't stick the landing or just weren't good out of the gate, but could be remade and do well. I feel
1: it doesn't. Yeah, because it doesn't seem like it was a very, a very uh, well-regarded film from critics. Absolutely. Um, so it definitely does seem like it could be uh. Remade. I can see this one being remade. It looks really interesting.
0: Yeah, but if only if this had this not been a graphic novel property,
1: right? That's right. You, it is.
0: Oh yeah, this is a graphic novel uh, source material we're dealing with. No wonder it wants to be a franchise. Uh, but anyways, had this not had someone not discovered this graphic novel property, which I'm sure is obscure. I've never heard of this before. Had this not been this source, this source material, you could have diverted all these resources to that Highlander remake. It wouldn't have been probably been Stahelski because he's running, he's running really good with John Wick. But damn, man, Immortals.
1: Yeah, it probably could have been a lot more interesting Immortal film than this. So, yeah,
0: shit, I'm gonna go watch Highlander again. Where the So there you go. Uh, Highlander fans, maybe you'll be into it. It's got a
1: really high meta score. 70?
0: Highlander or Old Guard? Old Guard. Wow, okay. That's That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Let's look at some uh, Letterboxd reviews here. What the fuck, man? There's stars and shit here. (laughs) Pardon me. Uh,. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like Letterbox is yeah, more honest. What's letterbox that? has more honest reviews, I think.
1: Yeah. What's what's the uh, average on there?
0: I'm seeing a lot of twos from the reviews, but the ratings there's the most. There's a lot of three stars. Yeah,
1: three point one is the average.
0: i normally I normally don't consult reviews like this, especially during an episode.
1: Wow, but, Nick, you're really breaking the mold here.
0: I don't know. Maybe it's the shock top. I don't know, man. I should do this again. I should do this next time.
1: Bring me one.
0: Let's get fucking hammered next time.
1: <laughs> I, I was thinking it'd be really fun to do a, a, a drunk review.
0: God damn, let's do one.
1: <laughs> you and me can do one every month. I do like once a month, like and the yes. yeah, last week or something.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, let's do it.
1: <laughs> oh, jeez. We're just oh. changing things on the fly. There's just no rhyme or reason.
0: And the audience is here to is here to bear witness,
1: right? Well, you're welcome, audience. You're welcome. We're trying to keep things interesting. All right,
0: we do it for you.
1: Well, I mean, that's uh, anything else you've been watching lately, Nick? Uh, anything you want to? You want to recommend books, music, movies, anything?
0: Uh, currently, I'm gonna recommend a couple films right now. Uh, I rewatched the remake of Night of the Living Dead from 1990. Oh. It still holds up pretty good, I think. Probably not. Doesn't have doesn't have the social commentary, but there is still some great character drama. And God, the way they did zombies back then, back in the older movies, there's a there's an atmosphere and a creepiness you just don't find it anymore. Okay. And also, and also, okay, hold on. Let me actually go to my. I'm actually keeping a diary. I didn't think I would. If you ask me. Three years ago, if I used the diary on Letterboxd, I would say no. But this is actually pretty helpful. <laughs> okay, I'll just rattle off some here. Premium Rush, the bicycle action thriller with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. That's still really fun after all these years. Oh, good. Uh, the Child's Play remake, another one, I think is even better than the original. I agree. It's a different concept, uses it to its full potential, and is fun. And lastly, my all-time favorite film of all time, The Great Escape. I just picked up the Criterion DVD from my local record video store. It's amazing. You can learn everything you need to know from filmmaking from this movie. It's an epic, epic adventure.
1: Yeah, I'll still need to see that someday.
0: Please do it right now. Right now.
1: Is, is it a long movie? I look, it's pretty long, isn't it?
0: Oh, yeah. It's slightly longer than Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, frick. Of which got referenced inside that movie, which is awesome.
1: Yeah, there you go. Um, okay, let's see. What have I seen recently? Not much. Uh, there's this film, which the title I'm going to butcher, Koyan uh, Scotty, I think it's how you pronounce it. Koyan uh, Scotty it's uh it's a very meditative and slow sort of documentary uh montage film kind of showing the effects of industrialization and just the impact over time of just human life on earth starting mm-hmm. from like the starts with like hieroglyphics of like ancient civilization and it's showing you like sweeping landscape shots of like the canyons and uh starts from just the rocks of of this earth and then slowly going into like just uh, uh modern day society and showing the juxtaposition between all of it and it's freaking fascinating it's it's one of the most beautiful films i've ever seen uh not only because of the thematic material but just like the cinematography and the imagery in it dude Mm -hmm. it's out of this world um if you're into like and it's wordless there's no dialogue it's just uh philip Mm -hmm. glass he did the music for it oh okay um and it's just a. Re- it's slow, it's. Uh, I mean, but it's quick at the same time. I don't know. Is it a
0: documentary?
1: In a way, I mean, it is a documentary, but it's. I don't know if I can call that because there's like.
0: Koya no Anasgati.
1: Yeah. Or there's Koya like,
0: Anasgatsi.
1: Yeah, there's like no dialogue or any interviews. It's just purely sound and visuals. It's more of an art film, really. Okay. Um, But it's it's okay. super impressive, and if you uh they have the box set on criterion. They have it's a three film thing, each dealing with uh Mm. their own theme. So I recommend getting the box set just on a whim. If you have some extra cash laying around, get it while it's fifty percent off. Wow. Shit, I might do it. Other than that, uh I think that's what about
0: Central Intelligence? Clearly the greatest film of the last Uh, five, ten years.
1: (laughs) No. (laughs) yeah yeah we watched that in wyoming my dad chose that and he thought it was (laughs) oh my
0: god you gotta love that
1: (laughs) yeah i was like all right but we did watch mad max fury road and uh that's good which but i didn't i didn't log that because i didn't feel like i'd watched it properly
0: (laughs) oh yeah yeah uh that's that's me for sure either either it's if i don't watch it properly or Oh, I don't know. This is how I log movies on Letterboxd. I'll do a separate review and then I'll do a simple diary entry. That I'll, if it's worth watching twice and maybe talking about mm-hmm. then yeah, it's a great movie or it's worth coming back to discussing.
1: Yeah, I just kind of log anything unless because like with Fury Road I just missed like I think the first like 15 minutes, so I was just like <sighs> And it was all like on a small TV with no good surround system. So I was like, ah, that was not the way <laughs> to watch it. But it's still, it's still badass. It still holds up. Of course. Of course. And it's still just Nice me...
0: segue, Charlie's Theron.
1: Oh, yeah. But other than that, I mean, it's kind of it. So mm-hmm. very slow yeah. month for movies.
0: Pretty much. I was just updating my watch list with movies I got to see before the year lets out. Mm-hmm. Got stuff like The Way Back, First Cow, The Gentleman. Oh, Last yeah. Full Measure. Know, movies that I hope hopefully could fill out a top ten by the end of the year.
1: I freaking tell me about it.
0: This has been horrible.
1: I know. I have five films. Well now six. For my twenty twenty.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, let's uh, see. I know three two of them for sure are on the list.
1: hmm
0: But Damn, the standards have been lowered—lower oh. than load.
1: I think next episode I'll probably recommend. Uh, I kind of want to see that Palm Springs film.
0: Oh, the Andy Samberg film.
1: Yeah, it's gotten some pretty decent reviews, and it's on Hulu. Yeah,
0: yeah so. there's one I wanted to see called The Last Full Measure. It's got a, all these different stars, a couple Marvel actors, but it's a dramatic film, and it's based around Vietnam War. Looks this neat. Full measure. That or the gentleman Guy Ritchie gangster film. That's Never a Bad Time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what I'll recommend but possibly Palm Springs. So.
0: Yeah, just wait and see folks.
1: Yeah. So, I think that's that about wraps it up. Uh, yeah, let's just,
0: let's cut it off right here.
1: Yeah, make sure you're following us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at uh reviews from the west. I think that's most of the Handles on those sites. um Make sure you're subscribed on the tubes, the YouTube, and follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and Podbean and Stitcher. We're there. Follow and uh, share with your film pals. So real,
0: real extra deep sigh when you mentioned Apple Podcasts.
1: <laughs> I have no bias against Apple Podcasts. I just just I just side. It wasn't the a corporate machine's
0: going down, man.
1: Corporations, uh, big pharma, Cachao, Owen Wilson, cars too.
0: <laughs> you know, I found out fucking uh, Apple. They got they separated iTunes into three different apps or whatever, and I I can't use iTunes anymore because of this.
1: What do you mean?
0: Well, they separated into different apps, so that's just Apple Music, Apple Podcasts. I think Apple TV. Those are all three separate things now. They're no longer part of iTunes. They disbanded oh. iTunes into those
1: three areas. So wait, what can you not do now? What's what's the problem?
0: I can't go onto iTunes anymore. I have iTunes and I can't use it anymore because it just crashes because it's not a thing anymore.
1: Oh. Like, they shut
0: down the program.
1: But it would be in, like, your music app, right? Like, Apple Music and stuff?
0: Well, I don't have the Apple Music app on my computer yet. Oh. Yeah, I just haven't updated with the times yet.
1: Oh, well, just update it.
0: This internet's too fucking fast for me sometimes.
1: (laughs) All right, well. Let's get out of here. That's it, folks. Uh, Enough of my
0: ramblings. Glad you could join us. We'll be back next time with. More films, and we'll talk about those films. So please come see us again.
1: Yep. Thank you. Bye bye.
0: Bye bye.